is a hose head. Production! Jeffrey Dahmer soaked in blood. The Unabomber blowing up. Waco, Texas, and Heaven's Gates. Aliens modified, men from apes. Hitler faked his death and then escaped. Bigfoot and the Mothman. Son of Sam talking to dogs again. Witches, ghosts, and goblins. Mysterious noise and hauntings. Dark arts and the skull and bones. Most celebrities are probably clones. So if you're feeling all alone, crack a beer and get stoned. I welcome you to the podcast, Strange Brew. Maybe you heard me, but it's... No! <laughs> I'm, I don't even remember the last time I've drank Corona, so... That's what I was gonna... I was gonna say that um, I didn't know this is Anheuser-Busch, and it is. My mistake. I didn't want to support that shit. Welcome back to the show, everybody. I am one of your hosts, Tomcat, a.k.a. Tom Thompson. And uh, I just spilt my Corona everywhere. Did not know that this was part of the Anheuser-Busch collection um, company, but... Uh, uh, my mistake. I don't like supporting total bullshit. <laughs> so, welcome everybody back to the show. You know me, or you should by now. And who am I joined by? You're joined by Brett, the man of many tastes. Yeah, that's that's your nickname. <laughs> that's my nickname. <laughs> man of many tastes. Yeah, so this should be pretty fun. Um, technically, you know, the Strange Dogies episode will, will be for Patreon for the people that did we're able to catch that on the main waves. Um, there'll definitely be more coming, uh, but we're still smoking cigars. Um, yeah, I have a, I have a beer. It's a nice warm day, and uh, we're gonna get into something particularly strange. You could say, what are you drinking on today? We are drinking a Denmark Fax. It's one of the main beers that are ten percent, and uh, you only need one because it's gonna get you absolutely liquored. So uh, for those who are uh, faint of heart, please don't drink this. Can I try it? Yeah, go for it. Strong as shit. Careful. Yeah, I like strong beers. Okay, um, it's not like um, it's not like some of the the IPAs that are really strong. Where no, like it's a, you can it's a just, wheat. Yeah, it's not it's as barley, hoppy. Yeah, you yeah. Can taste it. Oh yeah, I actually don't mind that. I I'm a big fan of IPAs. I know people are like, oh, the guys that drink IPAs. Well, at least I don't drink Bud Light, so I yeah. never have. And I just think it's funny because some of the you can see some people that I'm like, oh, they probably were promoting it. Like I love I love Bad Friends, one of my favorite podcasts, honestly. And I'll shout them out because they're great. It's Bobby Lee and Andrew Santino, two comedians. You probably know who Bobby Lee is. Great show. But I and they had Burt Kreischer on, and they were drinking Bud Light and kept like referencing it. So I said to I said to Chelsea, I was like, oh, they're definitely being paid big money to promote it because they're losing so much money so they're probably trying to grab on to cer- mm. certain audiences and like, like i just want to get this out of the way of like why i joked about like corona and why i wouldn't support anheuser-busch first of all it's a huge corporation that puts tons of gmos and poisonous stuff within your alcohol which is already poison but it's the whole thing of like i don't give a shit if people want to be whoever they want to be sure like we we have literally a gay person that is a part of this podcast and stuff but i just wanted to make the point that I don't want to support Dylan Mulvaney, a fucking narcissistic person that parades around in a little girl's costume. Yeah, well, did you see that? The infighting of uh, Caitlyn Jenner and (laughs) Dylan Mulvaney? Yeah. Yeah, Caitlyn. It's pretty funny. Yeah, I just started attacking him full tilt. So crazy. And they're like, go... And then you see the infighting and what they're... 
Yeah. I think it's all part of. I think even the stuff they're they're pushing to have people go against the LGBT is actually part of the plan and stuff like that mm-hmm. to divide and conquer. I do think that is a part of it. But this is not what we're talking about today. We are talking about the lizard people of LA. This is an interesting episode. I actually had a fan um, shout this out and tell me about it. I've never really heard of this. I've, I've heard of stuff with inside of certain cities and underground. Um, actually, I was just telling somebody at work about the uh, the underground system of, of subways where homeless people live in New York. It's wild. There's a there's a documentary. I think it's called like Dark Days, Dark Something. And it's I remember watching it like years ago when I was like drinking and I was like, whoa! Like I'm sitting there like drunk, like watching this weird doc about like how there's homeless people that live underneath the uh, where the old subway system used to be in New York and they have like electricity and they have like pets and stuff down there and there's probably over like 100, 200 people probably more now. I don't know if they've got them out but it's a crazy doc because they live with inside the underground. They're literally like mole people like in Futurama. Oof. <laughs> That's a little wild. Crazy. It's crazy that shit exists. And um, so this is a, a slightly little different. There's always been tales of lost civilizations and mysterious people populating the fringes of our understanding. The darkest, most remote, remote corners of our world are rife with such tales. And they always have held a certain fascination of those who wonder what lies over the horizon or past the borders of what we think we know. Because mm. we don't, I really believe we don't know much. Oh, I agree. They show us as much as we need to know. Yeah. And after that, then everything else is just conspiracy just, or just... Just a guess. Put inside of a movie. <laughs> yeah. And then when they say, oh, you know, this happened, happened. It's like, oh, you saw that in a movie. No, 100%. And like they, they, drip, they drip feed it. Have mm. you ever seen Jupiter Ascending? I have. You have? Oh, man. I was going to say uh, for even Aaron's show, uh, I was telling him about you and how we could get you on the horror podcast too because you are pretty – you like movies, especially like older mm. movies and stuff like that. And like uh, there's some really good horror movies you could talk about. But even stuff like that could be fun is talking about um, movies like Jupiter Ascending, which some of there's goofy parts of it. But it's literally about the stuff that the I truly believe in in yeah. Harvest of Humans and their souls. And they have like the reptilians in there and shit. And when I first saw that, I was like, whoa. And how – And there are ju- – the reptilians were on Jupiter. Yeah, it's so crazy. And I was like, wow, that's that's interesting. So, I haven't had Corona in a long time. It is a good, like, for a hot beer, but this would probably be the last time that I can purchase it. Not going to lie. Uh, it was just something quick, and I ran in. There's this, like, offshoot kind of LCBO that's just, like, a store for everything on the way to your place. And I was like, good enough. Good enough for me. <laughs> Who gives a fuck? Um, so funny. And I'm not a big fan of Corona, but, you know, if you have a lime in it and shake shake it up with the lime, you know, mm. that's a little fun. Uh, but, you know, do you, do you have, do you think that is possible for the earth to be hollow to some extent or have caverns? Like, there's tons well, of caverns. Mm, this is the thing. Like, if we're talking about a super advanced, you know, reptilian race that is. Yeah. You know, it can master basically all bases of technology. I don't think it's out, out of the mm. out of the question, right? Well, we know they have dumbs and stuff. Yeah, underground bases. Well, and look stuff. at NORAD, right? Yeah, NORAD's what like a deep subterranean base that's in the middle of nowhere, and it can survive. You know, a, a direct nuclear hit. Yeah. So that's they have just technology, man. Yeah, but like I have, I have heard of the under like the Hollow Earth theory, and that it's in Antarctica and. Mm-hmm. that's where the entrance to it is and so many people it's even illegal to go to antarctica even if you have all the right credentials and yeah, everything yeah. like that unless you get proper permission 
Yeah, and, and for more of that, listen to our almost four-hour episode, Antarctica, which is like that was eventually going to lead up to like Hollowworth, which we will get to at some point. Um, I just have to figure out when and who I really want on it, like who is like because I I think it would be worth having like Billy on, maybe even you if we could somehow put that together in a way. I know Aaron finds that fascinating, so is Anton. So we'll see kind of where. It goes, but that stuff's always fascinated me. I've always loved the idea of Hollow Earth, and we know for a fact there is many hidden caverns within the world, and we can prove this. And even you have like the thing, like the missing four one one, where the cave systems overlay mm-hmm. um, the where children go missing and stuff, and like the national parks and are all connected to these caverns. Yeah, especially like in uh, what is that one place called? It's somewhere in the states where it's this national state park where a lot of people go missing. Yosemite Sam, that's one of it. <laughs> Yeah. The Yosemite Park or whatever, but there's a, there's a couple that actually people go missing all the time. And that will come eventually on the show also, is diving into some of that shit, because it's fascinating to me. And, like, there's well, so many people that go missing, dude. Yeah. Well, there's, uh, I've heard of, like, ru- like not rumors, but I've heard my dad, because he's such a conspiracy theorist yeah. yourself, that they built a boring machine. Mm-hmm. They already have tunnels that go from one side of the United States all the way to the other. And it's yeah. nuclear-powered and driven, and it gets the rock so hot, turns into molten... Molten, yeah. like, like uh, molten rock, I've heard that too. and then it forces it to the sides, yeah. and it can do about seven miles a day. That's so crazy. And I've also heard that same shit. Yeah, and then there's there's truck drivers saying they go into these huge, you know, mm-hmm. underground tunnels. That yeah. It's great. If you go on our, um, I'll, I'll repost it when this episode comes out, but it's on our, um, our TikTok. And it's reached so many people. It's a video of a truck driver going into one of these underground tunnels, and it's got like hundreds and thousands of views. It's crazy because, and then I show, I spliced in a clip of this guy riding on a motorcycle through these these crazy tunnels um, that supposedly where they traffic like children and all this shit. And I think it is quite possible. And even I was saying uh, to your dad when we were talking the one day because you know I I really do thoroughly enjoy and like your family and I think it's cool to be able to have someone so awake as your like parents are to the shit that's going on and I was talking about like how I don't know where I saw it I was on coast to coast I'm like that and I do believe this is possible of someone that was an insider was uh, he was in the states and he was going for some sort of project and then to go to Australia and then they took he they took him into this underground base and then they went into um, what looked like an elevator. Hmm. And this guy said that his stomach like turned and then they opened up the doors within like two or three minutes. They were like, welcome to Australia. And there was like military, Australian military outside of these doors. And supposedly he went through some sort of like tunnel or some shit. Like, Do you think like they built like some sort of like elevator that yeah. goes through? It's through certain cave systems or something like that. But it's so fast and goes through these systems and or a rail almost like a fucking super fast like rails or something. It kind of reminds me of a movie. Have you seen the new Total Recall? Mm-mm. There's, I feel like I watched parts of it. It goes there. from Washington. I might need this lit up just a little more. Get so it goes from there's a there's a huge rail system, yeah. and it uses uh, maglev like technology. And what is it? What's it? What what it does is that it literally goes from Washington mm-hmm. all the way to Tokyo, and it goes straight through the planet. And I've they literally drop like it. Too. Yeah, it apparently works on like anti gravity too. So like yeah. that's how a lot of the machines work. But like, watch the new Total Recall because it's like. I think they drip feed some of that stuff in there. I, really I think it too. would be kind of funny if, like, uh, you know, you like if you're if you're someone that's, uh, you know, it has that clearance, that access to top secret information, or we're able to see some of these facilities, and then you go through and it's like, 
hey, I can't do a German accent, but it's like, you know, here's uh, here's Hollow Earth, and you like go over, like you like almost shoot through like a tunnel thing, like a, a thing where you see inside Hollow Earth, and you're like, weird. Is this like the same? Um, supposedly, they took Buzz Aldrin up on one of the this David Wilcock claims this, um, and they took him up, and they had these the, this technology to slingshot you around the moon. Right. Um, so it uses some sort of gravity technology and uh, it's stuff that I don't understand. I'm not a fucking scientist um, or an insider like that. And it's somehow like it's a ship that like you can go up in the atmosphere and, and the force of the gravity uh, of the moon. Um, but the moon doesn't really have gravity or like the propulsion is used with how the moon uh, rotates around the earth and it comes back and then you can kind of see the dark side of the moon. And they were briefing Buzz Aldrin, who is a 33rd degree Mason, on all the stuff that is going on. And then supposedly he had a heart attack and they claimed he had a heart attack when he was in Antarctica, I think. But they supposedly he they showed him the dark side of the moon and there were civilizations on it. And he like f- all this stuff like freaked him out that he had a heart attack when he was up there in the, one of these ships. Just it's not a wild story, dude. If that's true, that'd be uh, that'd be something to see, especially like yeah. knowing what you know and the you can't tell a soul. Fucking base on the oh, moon. the <laughs> iron sky. Yeah. The, the, okay, there's a documentary above majestic. I know it is like it's just a, them saying a bunch of shit, and there's no entirely proof of of what it is. It's just insider information. Supposedly, you would probably enjoy it. I could probably send you the link to it because I I know this. It's on places for free. And they talk about what's the joke I've made many times on the show about the swastika-shaped base on the moon, and then the supposedly because they had te- the Nazis had technology to be able to go up there and build stuff, and they drip-fed it in movies like Iron Sky. And then once the uh, American military took it over, people felt uncomfortable working at a swastika, so they made it into a square. I just I always match that because I think it's if well, it's true, it's fucking funny. Well, you hear about that building that's in uh, California. There's also another building in California that's shaped like a swastika. Really? Oh yes. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's near the coast. Well, look it's, at the fucking. There's. Uh, I say it in one of my songs where there's fucking streets designed in pentagrams and shit. Like yeah, Washington D.C. A little weird, people. Yeah. So while the wild, isolated, uncharted places of the world may um, may be seen for obviously ideal candidates for this sort of thing. This doesn't always seem to be the case, but there's one very bizarre tale of a lost underground civilization comes to us from a man who claims to have found essentially a a race, an underground race of people called the Lizard People that once lived under Los Angeles, California. Which is kind of... First on my soundboard, I don't... (laughs) Well, this is what I find really interesting. Like, let's look at where, like, California's nice. I'll give it that, but, like... Look at all the like the things that are developed in the middle of the desert for no apparent reason. Yeah. Like you got the Hoover Dam, Las Vegas, you have all these I don't know what these places of like paradise, but it's also yeah. the places of like the mo- like ecstasy of your dreams, but it's also the place of your utmost or- torment of losing everything. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah. And why is there so much developed going on in places that are just so barren and remote? Like what is it what is it about yeah. like San Francisco, Harbor Bay, that makes it just, let's all go here. Uh, it's really weird. And if you look at stuff like even like Dubai. Where yeah, exactly. Where Another example. That supposedly, if you want to look to what they want to create for the rest of humanity, you look to Dubai and China and the way that they're developing their cities and how I think it's Dubai that wants to create this this huge wall. apartment building wall thing. It's fucking weird. So it's a huge like 
It looks like a wall, but it's apartment buildings. It has everything you need inside. Everything. Um, but the thing is, and it can house over 2 million people or something. They're trying to develop this right now. Uh, and it will be filled with the most high-tech technology. But once you're in, they may never let you out again. And then you're kind of just like an ant farm inside of this thing. I thought that was the whole thing. Like they, they build these whole new buildings that's got everything you ever want. It's your own prison, but you'll never be able to leave. But you got everything you want. That's kind of like what we are today, though. Is like we're kind of living in our own prison, and people don't even realize it. You know, there's as David Icke says, there's there's two forms of dictatorship. One where you can see the bars and you uh, you know and you know you're in prison, and the other ones you you think you're free, but you can't see the bars, but you're actually in a dictatorship. That's actually a, a religious re- reference too. Mm-hmm. I don't there's, know if you ever heard that one before. No, have you? What is it? So, uh, it's from a movie called "Not Like God Is Not Dead." Mm-hmm. So, what happens is, is that, for example, like imagine you're in a prison cell mm-hmm. and you're just blessed. This is your prison cell as you speak. You yeah. got everything. You have everything you ever wanted. It's yeah. it's giving you everything you ever wanted. It's giving you everything you've ever dreamed and desired. Mm-hmm. But that's your spiritual corruption. Yeah. I mean, you can come and go as you leave. One day when that door closes, you're going to be trapped by your own yeah. desires. Yeah, it and makes sense in, in some regard. And there's people that are talking about this recently. If you look at how they develop a prison and how they're developing society and stuff like that, too. It's fucking kind of crazy. Cheap-ass cigars. I know. I was going to say, I'm not getting much off of this one. Unfortunately, they're very old, so. That's probably why. Yeah, but they were a gift. I didn't really smoke them because I... Know, I they usually got better ones. In 1933, a mining engineer in Los Angeles, California, by the name of G. Warren Schufelt, claimed that he came up with a revolutionary new device for surveying underground for uh, the underground for oil, gold, and other valuable resources, as well as for subterranean caves and cavern systems. He called it Radio X Machine, and it looked like a pendulum suspended in a, a cylind- uh, cylindrical glass case, which was and scorned with a black box and worked like some sort of uh, technologically advanced dowsing rod, which is Mm. kind of interesting. Um, It's just funny because G. Warren Schufelt, when I was researching this, I thought that was funny because you switch those letters, Warren G, bro. Warren G, that is old hip-hop shit. (laughs) Fucking good. good, I love Warren G. Um, And then, uh, so yeah, it it was... One description of the time described it as... A cylindrical glass case inside of which a plummet, a pl- yeah, plummet, attached itself to a copper wire held by the engineer sways continuously. Um, sounds weird. And according to G. Warren Schufeld, his machine could be used as radio X-rays to analyze chemicals, electrical, and physical properties of matter at great depths up to several miles away. Uh, using this process, he never really explained, but assured that anyone. Uh, was a, a like it was a newly discovered scientific principle. So much like a lot of scientists, if this holds any truth, is he didn't want to expose really how it worked. But supposedly people did witness it actually working. He just didn't tell you how it worked. Hmm. I wonder if he was bought off like for his machine. Like we don't want this guy to find out, so we better pay him off so he goes away. Might make sense, man. G. Warren began using his mysterious device all over Los Angeles area, looking for gold and other valuable materials. It was directly under the city's downtown area where he allegedly uh, he made this shocking discovery. 
There, directly under the heart of the city, he puzzled to find readings of a vast underground tunnel system he claimed that actually made its way out to the top of Mount Washington and miles under Santa Monica Bay. So it went everywhere. And this cavern system he could trace in this vast underground tunnel went in all sorts of different directions um, which is wild. He claimed that these tunnels were intellectually arranged and formed a structured labyrinth complete with rooms and various large chambers. The whole of it such as an immense size that he could estimate it would comfortably be able to house at least 5,000 people. Hmm. Which is weird because you look at the Egyptians and stuff too and like the pyramids and the systems and the tunnels within the pyramids that they still haven't discovered or went down is kind of crazy. Hmm. Yeah, I think like why would they? What would be the most reasonable option? Why they would want to locate this directly in any cities? Do you think it's because they can, you know, use power while they're down there and not be detected by anyone else and be like, oh no, it's just the city above? You know what I think? You know what I think? I, I think it's to tunnel fucking children, um, which is part of the grand conspiracy of like, okay, like I said before, 85,000 children went missing at the border. No one knows where they are. Where do all these children go missing a year? You really, really think that like, yes, it could be part of this grand scheme. The more logical is like it's part of this grand scheme for sex trafficking because for some reason humans are that depraved and there's uh, un, uh, that many of people in the elites that use children, even if it's for adrenochrome, which is more of a physically based thing, even though if you get to the spiritual aspects of it, it's a way to connect with the gods. Because supposedly when they take adrenochrome, there's been stories of people and that like Hillary Clinton and people have supposedly done these sort of things where they will like fuck the kid to the point of climax, slit the throat, and then drink the blood because they scare the living shit out of the child. Um, before this, slit the throat, and then they have the blood pour out, and then they drink the blood, and then supposedly, supposedly is the big word, they see entities and shit. They connect to dark energies and entities that exist outside of our eyesight. And it's like the most horrible, depraved things, and they connect to this. And when we eventually get to our Grey Alien episode, we'll kind of be talking about this stuff of why they do this. But a part of the reason I do believe is because they have a deal. I think they have a deal with the reptilians or there's some sort of demonic energy that takes hold of pubescent children and uses them as a food source or their energy as a food source. And that's why they're supposed to be given to the underground. I've rapped about this and stuff in some of my songs. Of like, well, it's like a food it. source for them, like children that have like adrenochrome in their mm -hmm. meat. Same thing with the Chinese. Do you know why they kill and skin their animals alive? Why? Because it gets the adrenaline inside the meat. Oh, yeah. So they think they make the, they think they make the, makes the meat taste better. They, you know, they Which do. is like not an outrageous theory because the Chinese do it. And you know, like, we do it too. You know that? Like for pigs and cattle. Some people in farming, farm, do, do, they do do that. Do, do. Uh, they do. Um, I've heard that, that they, like pigs are, and cows, they're in a state of fear when they're going to get slaughtered and it goes into the meat. And um, I, I'm a big advocate of like, you know, eating meat and especially, you know, we were lied to by the sugar company and they did that to say that red meat was bad for your heart so they could propagate sugar and all this stuff. But there is an idea, okay, that we actually were never carnivores that humans originally just ate plants and stuff like that and our um we adapted to certain situations and people will say like oh like, why do we have canines is to rip apart meat it would all it could also say that there's there is 
animals out there that just eat vegetation that have canine teeth just to be able to get through certain plants or whatever but there's a theory that the reptilians create influenced us or brainwashed us in some sort of way conditioned us to eat meat because they like the taste of us better that way because we're eating is that fucked if that's true at all <laughs> pretty fucked up <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah pretty well nothing to add on to like this whole thing like think about how many movies like in video games that relate to like subterranean races Gears of War is like one of my favorite games. Yeah. And now you come to really think about it. Like look how look how much they look like lizard people. Yeah. They're stronger, they're smarter, they're faster. Okay, look at fucking Mario, dude. That Mario Yeah, exactly. Movie. You go subterranean. They subterranean they put they put lizard people in that movie and there's the fucking twin towers and all that shit. There's a lot of symbolism in the Mario movie for some reason. Hmm. They call me a it's psycho like to chainsaw the of the my Earth. gun like a Gears of War rifle. Yeah. <laughs> That's their wow. self-titled line. That's ruthless. <laughs> oh, so no. what I was telling you about where he's like uh, um, taking med pills, visions of chasing my enemies on a treadmill. That's from the same song. He talks about the Gears of War rifle. I was like, that's pretty sick. I thought you'd like that because you like that game. Well, it's I just like it because it's just that's probably like the most realistic like version of like warfare and combat you could yeah. possibly like. Yeah, I get a Call of Duty's there, but like, I mean, the dismemberant like. People blowing up and like potty parts everywhere. The amount of blood that would be in it. It's just. Well, and I've Ooh. seen other. Someone sent me. I can't remember what I saw. Someone sent me uh, stuff about an old video game. Um, maybe it was the dude I had on that wrote that book about like. He, this guy I had on wrote a, a sci fi book um, about the gentrification of LA. It's on Patreon now. And uh, in his book, he talks about lizard people like taking over and all this stuff. And I, I don't know if it was him that sent me in, in this, this old game early 2000s or something like that maybe a little later and uh and it talked about like them like using people as like a food source and all this shit and it's fucked up it's i think it's drip fed and certain stuff so making it even more exciting is was he uh said that he was able to pick up readings that showed there were large store uh stores of gold kept down there in those dank rooms and tunnels, almost like the Egyptians. So he meticulously made a secret map of this new underground realm and went about trying to figure out just what he had found. So what he's scaling out is he's actually scaling out geometric shapes rather than actual caverns that like yeah. that loon. Whoa. That was weird, man. That was weird. What was that? As soon as I did I did this and the fucking... I, I tapped my cigar and as I tapped my finger, the lights flickered. That was man, really I weird. swear if the reptilians are coming here, I'm going to be very upset. <laughs> You'll be fine. Uh, They're just coming for Tom. It's like, you didn't see anything. What? No, fucking... Men blocking out. I know. Um, Aaron's joke on the show is that I'm actually a CIA informant or some shit. And that he keeps making jokes about that. That maybe I'm a fucking secret operative uh, hiding or some shit. And I'm like, yeah, yeah. Uh, I was exactly. Like, Where's my I'm just posing as a laser operator. Yeah, <laughs> I know. And then I was like laughing. He's like, yeah, that your studio is probably not even real. And then I was like, yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, to like trip and it's going to all fall backwards and I'm going to be in like a set. <laughs> you know? <laughs> Give me the lighter. Let's light this bitch back up again. It's good as you talk and try to fucking keep it going. You can't always keep the cigars going. If you got them, smoke them. <laughs> mm-hmm. I know, because I have some then old you lose ones. Them. And they're still like sealed, but I feel like they're probably fucked. It's been like a year. You probably, you know, revive them if you have a humidor. I have one. I haven't got it going yet. I need to wet the balsa wood and all that shit. I've not done that yet. In quest for his answers, he went on an old Hopi Indian lead. Uh, he went to a, an old Hopi Indian leader known as Chief Little Greenleaf. That's nice. He seemed to have, uh, I, we had a bad, we had a bad review one time. 
Um, we've had a lot of good reviews. But we've had a couple bad ones. And uh, someone was like, oh, I was really excited to listen to the Shadow People episode. And then you guys made fun of indigenous names and I didn't like that or something like that. And I was like, we were just joking about, and I've, I've grown up with tons of indigenous friends, actually. Uh, a lot of my friends growing up were actually indigenous. Two of my close friends were. And um, we're just joking about like how it's like, oh, little, little black feet or like this shit like that. And it's just like, or a big wolf. And it's just like, it's, and I, and I remember saying it was kind of cool and they must've stopped before. I was like, I think it's kind of cool, but it's also, you know, just, you name your, it's just like the same way we name our last names of like, someone has the last name Smith is most likely because it came from blacksmith or my name, um, which I don't want to even mention, but like it might, might come from something else. Well, you want to mention your last name? No, I, I'm Tom Thompson for anyone that knows me. It's in case, uh, the CIA truly comes after me. I'm fucking kidding. They probably could easily find out what my name was. Uh, but so well, that, they'd be able to tell mine because mine's very significant last name to do this. Yeah, I know it's literally on the fucking wall. It is on the wall. So <laughs> it is funny because my last actually my name my last name actually means to be under the ground. Really? That's what that. That's what that means. Weird. Were you guys like miners or some shit? So my background is eighty five percent German and one percent Arabic, which is weird. That is and then, weird. <laughs> and then the Where rest. Where does that come back from? Uh, Eastern European. Get another Corona out. Nice. Why not? A nice summer beer, even though it probably has tons of gross GMOs in it. <laughs> I don't know, uh, but it means to be under the ground. So weird. Yeah, it means... Maybe because they, they literally revived means you from the dead. <laughs> Maybe, kidding. who knows. <laughs> Got a lot of German weird background. Got some family that were on the other side. Not, you know. So according to, 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 yeah, to Little Greenleaf, um, thousands of years ago, there was once lived a race of people descended from the Mayans he called the Lizard People because they supposedly worshipped the lizard as a symbol of life, uh, long life uh, and who lived all along the Pacific Coast. And it's pretty interesting because if you look up David Icke, he talks to um, Kredo Mutzbar. That's his name. And he is uh, part of an African tribe. I haven't watched it in a while, but it's very interesting. Your dad has probably seen it, not going to lie. Um, or if I sent it to him, he probably would enjoy it. And ancient African tribes worship snake people. Hmm. And it's like throughout fucking history. And this guy claims that they really believe that they're real. And this guy's like straight from Africa, wears that those fun outfits with like the sh- sashes and stuff. I don't know how they... I feel like it'd be very hot. I think it would be that stuff out there. like, how do you guys wear some of that shit? I don't know. It's the same thing with like my Indian girlfriend. She like, mm-hmm. it'll be blazing hot here at night, and like I'm sweating bullets, and she's she's all cuddled up underneath my elk blanket. I'm like, really? Because they're just they're oh, used yeah, to the heat, right? Oh yeah, they're. She said like this is. Like, when did she come over here? Is that curiosity? Oh, when she's coming? She's coming over later today. So. Oh no, when she come from? Where, when did she come from India? Was she fairly young or? Was uh, it like, three years ago. Oh really? Is that recent? Kind yeah, because her English is like spot on, on. So. Uh, they, in some places I th- I'm sure in India it's the same way but they do uh, teach English in a lot of places you well, they, it's a second it's a second language to like where you are mm-hmm. Hindi's the main language in India and mm-hmm. then it's usually English and then yeah. the language of the region Hindi I'm not going to say anything. Yeah, I'm not. <laughs> it's, it's all fun and games. Um, especially if we ever get around the show, then it's like, man, we've had a black guy, a gay guy, uh, Indian. You know, an Indian woman. Um, Heritage know, German. Yeah, that would, <laughs> I know. That would get up everybody. Because yeah. um, I, I, I was actually trying to show to a buddy that used to live in New York. 
um, to come on to our Bloods and Crips episode. And I joked with him about, like, because he's, he's a funny dude and, and you know, came straight from New York and lives in Canada now. And uh, I was like, I feel like it will eventually happen where me and Billy will probably just do it. But I was like, I was like, I don't think two white boys should be talking about fucking the Black Panthers and the Bloods and Crips. So I was trying to get my buddy that's black from New York to, like, maybe you could level out the playing field a little bit. You know what I mean? Or you get Billy's buddy Alex on, um, which he's like, I'm a light skin N-word. And I'm like, yeah. I'm like, yeah, but you're still – you can still – you can still help us not look so, you know. I mean, you could do all the main points while we just ask the questions. Yeah, we're gonna no, we're gonna actually what we're actually gonna do is we're gonna um, we're gonna put Billy in blackface. What? Um, and then we're gonna do the episode that way. He's gonna dress super uh, stereotypical gangster black guy. I'm just fucking kidding. That'd be so funny though. And I'm sure the fans out there that are black or whatever would probably actually find it funny rather than like racist. And it's just a joke, everybody. But seeing Billy in blackface dressed like some sort of blood would make me laugh beyond, like, tears. <laughs> I can just see it now. <laughs> <laughs> I'll have to tell your story, uh, my story to your... Um, to your girlfriend one day about when I was in a play and they and I was I was twelve I've told the story on the podcast before and um, I was the delivery guy's son they just added me in the film or in the play because um, I was working in the back and they're like oh you want to be in and be kind of fun and the guy that like helped write the play or at least structure it because it's, a, it's an old British play called No Sex Please We're British I've told this story before which is very funny my mom was a Swedish prostitute in the fucking movie or in the in the, in the play and. Um, so just as a joke, and this is like early 2000s, this is 2001 uh, when we did this, and um, they dressed me and uh, the guy that wrote it, because he was taking a bit part, how directors always, he was the director, how they always add in like the director into the into the play or into the movie slightly, like for the West Craven used to do this stuff. And so they dressed me and him up like two Indian dudes. They literally put me in brown makeup and I had long hair and they put it in like the little bun wow. on the top. And then I had to be like coming, dead. and I like walk in with a, like a like a the, uh, what do we call it at work? The, the pump cart, <laughs> not the yeah. You call it a pump cart. I was like a dolly, the dolly, and I came in with. And then I guess it la- I don't remember this, but I guess it lasted one day. And then people complained it was offensive. And I was like, I was 12 for everybody. Didn't know what like was really appropriate at the time, right? I was like, oh, this is fun. I get to dress up. And I wasn't. No one was teaching me about like racist history at that time right and and now i look back on it i i do truly want to find the picture because my mom has it somewhere and i'm dressed and stuff but i look like a little boy i'm so young and uh and it's just very funny that they did that and i they just told me to do it it wasn't my fucking choice i thought it was like oh cool i could be in the play and they made me wear like technically blackface so isn't that fucked (laughs) It's a little fucked up. Yeah, is that funny though? Like I was like, I and it's funny because it, even for a small town where we did the play, uh, people were still like, no, really. But in the same town, I worked with this guy Will Smith, and it's funny because he was like older than the real Will Smith, old school black dude from St. Lucia, and um, we we're like, Will Smith, why don't you like work in the in the front of the the kitchen and stuff like that? And he was like, oh, you know, they don't want me working out there. And they, he said that he used to work on the line, and this is in the same small town. And um, there was there was a people, two people, I think, two different groups of people that were like, I don't want an N word cooking my food. Wow. And this wasn't that long ago, so it just shows the that people racism is alive. And yeah, it is, it is, it is, and 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 I think you know, I I truly, truly believe in basing people on like judging on the character. Or not. character. 
Who gives well, a fuck you, what they look like, man? Well, every single culture has assholes. It's the assholes you got to separate. I don't know. Oh, yeah. I know. Well, this is true. And the thing is that, like, once you start to connect with... Holy fuck. <laughs> it's fucking hot as shit. The most people screaming about racism and inequality are usually white people. And usually fucking white women and, like... Karen's and can like and, and stuff like and, and it is it is kind of crazy because there's in just to end this kind of thing there is jokes about people like there's a guy that dresses up and he does this uh, he dresses up like a Mexican and he goes around and he's like do you think this is racist yeah he goes to college campuses and then he actually goes to like a Mexican part of town yeah. where a lot of immigrants are from and they love it and they're like oh yeah you look great what are you talking about he was doing he dressed up like a Chinese guy and like a not the face but did like the China cap on or what you call that like the rice paddy hat <laughs> and like dressed up like and he was like me how and like was talking to people. And everyone thought it was racist. And then he went to Chinatown and asked them, and they all liked it. And he's like, some old Chinese lady was like, "I we." He's like, "No, it's it's culture. We want to share it. We don't want you to be afraid of uh, being part of our culture." Well, what is what's the old saying? The greatest form of flattery is imitation. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Back to Little Greenleaf. Yep, Greenleaf. According to Little Greenleaf, thousands of years ago, once lived a race of people, of these lizard people. The lost civilization was apparently extremely technologically and intellectually advanced, far beyond their time with all manner of wondrous inventions and machines incalculable wealth from gold. Uh, But their reign came to an end with an enormous meteor shower that fell 5,000 years ago and nearly wiped them all out. Interesting. Mm-hmm. It could be very possible where the southern parts of the states are because that's yeah. There's a lot of meteors there, and there's a lot of like, mm-hmm. for example, like UFOs too. Do Why we know? That? Wait, do we know how um, the Grand Canyon was formed? I could go- so the Grand Canyon was actually formed by the Great Flood. Mm-hmm. So if you look, if you look at the geological map of where mm-hmm. Arizona is, and then it backs into the mountains and it goes back and back, it seems as water was all the way up to there. Weird. And same with a lot of parts of the Utah, like those main pillars that are in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. Those are old, apparently those are old volcanic shafts, and they're a harder material than everything else. So all the settlement and all the looser soil got yeah. washed back, washing back. And Have you, You've went there, right? Oh, yeah. I've been to Utah. Gorgeous place. Recommend it. Watch it for We have some fans in Utah, so hello. Um... That's crazy because like I, there's we could eventually there's like some weird shit to do with the Grand Canyon weird stories ghost stories people dying there tons of stuff so little probably green, some entries for oh the yeah said, like I know I can been to the Grand Canyon very interesting place I'd recommend is it you, huge it's probably huge right when you look dude at you it. look down there and you have like that you know that deep feeling mm-hmm. inside your body like I you should that. jump yeah I hate that I'm not a fan of heights not a fan of heights never have been. That's why when I joked about Billy wanting to do the skydiving for my fucking bachelor party, I'm like, we're not fucking doing that, man. <laughs> See, then you'll be able to meet him there. We're all going to get fucking drunk. I have to plan that out. So a little Greenleaf explains that the survivors of this fury of the of the fiery catastrophe had then retreated to a series of underground cities that the that had carved into the earth using mysterious chemical solution that melted bedrock. And which they would reinforce using unknown forms of concrete. The countless rooms were allegedly uh, fully stocked and supplied, and the lizard people had also brought all their gold with them, squandered away down there until they was deemed safe to come back to the surface. And that's why there's theories that the that the Earth is not necessarily hollow, but there's a lot of cavern systems, and the reptilians that actually exist here um, live with inside these caverns and not actually hollow earth. There's tons of different. Uh, 
theories because they're, they're supposed to be they're supposed to be the reptilians that are from Dracus Aconis, which is in the Orion's belt. Um, and according to Alex Collier, they don't know where they came from. They don't know their ancient history. They they were just dropped there. Um, and and they were the biggest, they're the strongest warriors. So no one had the gumption, I guess you could say, to wipe them out or do anything about them because they're furious warriors. Um, like I've said before, you have the reptilians that have like the if they have no tail, they're of the war, like warrior soldier class. Uh, the longer the tail, um, they they're elites. And the reptilians with long tails and wings are the elitist reptilians that control everything. Isn't that wild? Weird. Oh. I wonder if that's where like dragons came from. They were just yeah. really, really old mm. versions of the reptilians. I was going to say, me and Chelsea, there's a commercial that came on. Watched something last night. I think it was like, we're watching Bad Friend or something, having some drinks. And uh, there was a commercial about David Attenborough's uh, documentary that came out um, about uh, dinosaurs. And I said, Chelsea, I was like, they don't fucking know shit, man. They can, there's bones structures that I'm sure that they've put together. But the explanation, like the T-Rex, why it had short arms was most likely because it had fucking wings, man. And like, even Chelsea was like, yeah, I don't think they know anything about what they claim to about our history, about dinosaurs. There's some people that believe dinosaurs didn't even exist. And I can understand that theory, supposedly what wiped them out wasn't actually a meteorite. It was actually a nuclear bomb from the reptilians so that we could be created so we, they could what use us. What if the dinosaurs were just a subspecies of the reptilian race before humans? Mm-hmm. And they're like, eh, we don't really like these guys. Like, they're kind of like, or imagine if, they're primal, like very primal yeah. reptilians. And they're like, we got to get rid of these guys. These guys are like, yeah. these guys are real stupid. And, and well, and, dangerous. Yeah, I know. And the fact that if they did go underground, that's what I'm saying. And they're supposed to be a race of reptilians that actually live within the cavern systems of the earth. And they're not necessarily bad. They just don't like us because of what we're doing to the planet and because they think of us as an inferior race and all that Kinda stuff. Kind of like ants or yeah, like yes. some really inferior, like, well, like, that, like yeah, mosquitoes. Yeah, I hate mosquitoes. Really, really <laughs> annoying. Yeah, and the thing is, that's people have the point of like, do we care how we treat ants on this planet as humans? No. So imagine a very intellectually, technologically advanced race of beings, yeah. right? And how what if they're just us? like us and they just have the mental capacity? It's like, man, they're inferior, so we have the right to rule them. Yeah. The guy with a mustache said that once. It's crazy. Crazy. Now he's supposed to be in the underground. Hanging you mean, out with the reptilians. Tiny little mustache, right about the nose. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. But this tall. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> That's a fucking joke. Um, and but like he supposedly went to the underground and fucking who knows? I the I don't I think that he truly went to Argentina. That is the more based um theory or whatever, but like I do think that it's he probably he could have made it to the underground campus. Why were they digging holes in Antarctica, man? Such a big why. They know that they were doing this. So who fucking knows? You trying to blow fucking O's? Who knows? Can you do the Gandalf fucking the ship? <laughs> Brett puts a cigar when he's almost done in a pipe. Little pipe. It's smart. Um, so you can get the whole burn. I used to the guy. I used to uh, live next door to a guy. Um, his name was Bud. Um, his real name was William, but his brother was mentally handicapped, so he couldn't say William. So he'd say Bud. And he was the nicest dude in the world. And he was like the uh, only person I knew that was a legit pipe smoker. His house did smell pretty good. We could sometimes smell it in our house. Surprisingly, not as often because we were in like a, uh, a duplex like right next to him. And he had like the craziest looking pipes. Like he'd have, he had a shelf with a line of pipes, all that were probably super expensive. And he was like the only person I've ever known that was a legit pipe smoker. And that was always like kind of crazy. You don't meet many people that do that now. Yeah. Well, it's a lot of gear that you got to bring with you. Mm-hmm. Clean it. You got to maintain it. But honestly, it's... Quite nice. It's yeah. very relaxing. It gets you 
quite ripped. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, I'm sure it gives you a rush to your head. A lot of dudes like that. So it is crazy. So they say that they, yeah, they they eventually would deem it safe to come back to the surface. There were apparently uh, three of these cities made, all built in the shape of a lizard, uh, with one underground in Los Angeles underneath, uh, and another one beneath Mount Shasta. Which I've heard about that too is like so people claim and have, people have had videotapes of um, UFOs going into inside of mountains or coming out of mountains and they're supposed to be like entrances and because of the technology they have it's like a fucking mountain wall that like closes in as the ship goes in almost like some sort of Batman shit when he like comes into this fucking literally cave. moves rocks and mountains yeah. and then just close it back up yeah and in people there's a lot like even like Mount Everest people think there's things inside of Mount Everest beings because imagine just imagine if some intellectual race that is controlling this planet or not even just hanging out here and they don't want to expose themselves yet and the mountains are more hollow you could say than what we think they are and that there's actually people and like beings living inside of this these mountains Mm. theory but who knows so, and yet another uh, was a uh, location that was unknown with one, uh, with the one G. Warren Schufeld had found being the largest and the capital of these beings, this, this lizard race of people. And many, among the many rooms of the city is what G, I'm going to call him G for now on, fucking G. Warren, bro. I don't know what his first name is. Maybe he's trying to hide his, but he gave his last name, so... Greg, his name's Greg, Greg Warren, I don't know if it's actually Greg, but that would be very funny, um, called the Key Room, which according to legends held 37 huge slabs of gold measuring four feet along and 14 inches wide, which supposedly held the complete records of the origins of the human race. Really? Almost like the, which is crazy, it's almost like, eventually we'll probably talk about the Akashic Records. Have you ever heard of the Akashic Records? Fucking crazy. It's supposed to be like the... Supposedly, it's like the, it's like all the uh, accumulation of knowledge um, from centuries ago and our soul energy. It's like it's uh, we will do an episode about it so I can explain it better. But it's like wild. It's supposed to be like a and you can download it with your mind and shit if you have the capability. Yeah, not with that shit. Uh, you know, I really do think that Elon Musk is gonna claim he's like this good guy. I'm giving you freedom of speech. Then it's like here, put this in your brain and then. Yeah, also on building tunnels underneath Los Angeles, too. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because he's talked about that. Those very fast fucking subway systems and shit. Imagine that. It's just reroutes, you know, people that have a whole bunch of electric cars and it's a family full of, you know, people and they reroute them to one of the lizard tunnels and there's like, all right, buffet's coming in. Yeah, yeah, it's true. (laughs) White people back on the menu, boys. (laughs) Oh, no. (laughs) That's funny. I feel like Mexican tonight. What do you feel? Yeah, yeah, I know. What? And those games shipped there. Because, like, look what's happening know? with the border, dude. Yeah. Like, oh, no. Yeah, honestly. Look, 80, it's, cr- I always think that's crazy. 85,000 children just go missing and they're like, oh, yeah, what? Same <laughs> like, thing with Walt Disney World. Do you hear about the, the catacombs are in Walt Disney World and the amount of children that go missing there? Mm, tons, man. Oh. It's kind of crazy because people don't really understand. I'm sure children go missing all the time. Mm. We didn't bring talk about this during the episode about Dark Disney, but I'm quite sure that that is correct. And he's frozen underneath it. He probably they probably have him back to life. He's probably like in some sort of like robot shit. It's like you know you know Sid's toys in Toy Story. I thought it'd be more like a brain in a jar, like Futurama. Uh, yeah, that, yeah, I could see that too. I could probably like see that. children and shit. Wow, just <laughs> damn. <laughs> Who fucking knows, man? He made the entire amusement park just for a buffet. 
It's funny that people, people were commenting in one of my videos about like um, – because uh, I was talking about um, the uh, certain people on the left trying to bring in communism under the guise of of fighting for the rights of a certain community and stuff mm. like that. But and then someone was commenting, it's like, well, look what DeSantis is doing with Disney and all that stuff. And I was like, and I didn't comment back. I just deleted it because I don't give a shit what people have to say. Is like Disney is a corrupt corporation, and Walt Disney was a fucking anti-Semitic Nazi. What? Is if you look true. at a lot of his earlier films, look at all mm. the people that were in it. Mm-hmm. Look at all the people. Like you don't see any black people. The black people in like Dumbo, mm-hmm. they're putting up the fences. They're all black, yeah. and then they gave the crows. Oh yeah, black oh, yeah. voices yeah, too. Yeah, I know. And um, even that, there's like um, this. There's a movie called The South. South. It's like super racist. Oh, so yeah. like, um, so and and he had cartoons of fucking Donald Duck and shit being like a Nazi. Well, remember how? Yeah, I remember that one. There's also another one where Mickey Mouse is like insanely racist. Yeah, to the words that African we talked about that in the Dark Disney episode. Oh, it's so good. Um, so people don't seem to understand that. It's like, yeah, Disney is a corrupted corporation that wants to push ideologies on your children that will inherently hurt them in the end. So get it through your head, people. So, which is crazy. Supposed to be there is legends of this key room, which according to the legends held 37 sl- huge slabs of gold measuring four feet long, like I said, 14 inches wide, which is massive, uh, which supposedly... It held the origins of the human race. Um, G. Warren would say about this of the the enigmatic lost city. The radio X-ray has revealed the location of one of the three lost cities on the Pacific coast. The local uh, the local one having been dug up by the lizard people after the great catastrophe, which occurred about 5,000 years ago. This legendary catastrophe was in the form of a huge tongue of fire which came out of the southwest, destroying everything and all life in its path, the path being several hundred miles wide. The city underground was dug as a means to escaping future fires. Large rooms in the dome of the uh, the hills above the city's labyrinth housed a thousand families in the manner of tall buildings and imperishable food supplies goods of herbs of different varieties were stored in these catacombs to provide sustenance for the lizard folk for great lengths of time hmm. very weird dude. you think like their bedrooms like an iguana cage <laughs> got like a nice big heat lamp over yeah, there yeah that'd be nice what? <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. There's uh, there's some crazy stuff. So supposedly, um, I bring this up often, and I don't know if it holds any truth, but there was an interview uh, with the uh, reptilian. Her name was Lacerta. It's probably not on YouTube anymore. It used to be. It was like two hours long. This guy supposedly interviewed a real reptilian, a woman, uh, a female reptilian, and uh, they transcribed it. It was like a computer voice. And the details of it is pretty interesting. Someone could have entirely made this up, sure. But she said that when... They go out and they bathe in the sun. He, she said it's like the uh, what we would consider like sexual pleasure to them. Like it gives them that type of feeling right. of when they're doing it. Um, you know, and then I put on my shades and I can start to see through the guys. <laughs> I can see the reptilians now. Um, wow. But, <laughs> like, they, they, they live? live. Which would be fun. We'll which is an unreal about. movie. Which we'll is ta- like... We'll talk about that. That's going to come eventually where even if you'd like to be on that, we could probably do that for Aaron's show. I love that fucking movie, dude. Dude, it's so good. That fight scene's unreal. I know. That's the longest fight scene ever. I came here to kick ass and chew bubble gum. I'm I'm all out of gum. I did a. I'll, I'll repost it. Uh, that too. I, I for one of the Halloween specials. Everyone go back and watch that. I dressed up like Raddy Waddy Piper from They Live. Yeah. And uh, it was. It was. And I did a whole. I did that whole scene where he's like fucking going and he's shooting people and shit. Reptilians. And, uh, yeah. All the, the all the reptilians because you know we we know that um, 
John Carpenter knew something he probably shouldn't have. Yeah, it's pretty crazy because that I always take for that interview because it is fucking interesting. And he, like I said before, I think I said it when we were talking with me, you, and Sawyer about uh, how she um, she supposedly she couldn't. Um, she, she said, "Once you see me, because they don't they don't actually shape shift the way people would think. They manipulate your mind to make you think you see something because the human brain is very malleable and easy to influence. We can see that uh, over the course of the last three years that people will believe in absolutely anything and, and obey authority in many different ways when they shouldn't." Um, and go along with horrible fucking atrocities. Uh, you can see that throughout history, if you see what happened in Germany and all that mm. stuff. So, supposedly because they cast an image, she's like, to a hundred people, I would look like a beautiful brown-haired lady, a human. Like, you wouldn't be able to tell the difference, even if you are talking to me. Uh, and it's easy to, um, because our minds are all connected collectively, supposedly, that it would be it's easier in a more crowded space so they can exist in whatever like shane said on inquires from reality during covid he was talking about like the reptilians to his girlfriend gabby and he saw this chick like look over at him pull down her mask and he said he saw her face like change to like like scales almost and he was like it wasn't like it was like actually scaly but you could see scales within her her skin and it shifted and changed and she looked at him and he's like almost like to say like shut the fuck up kind of shit and he was like it was the free one of the freakiest shit i've ever seen in my entire life and i was in broad daylight i was completely sober mm. and and so she said that if if he as the guy already saw her in her true form and if she she were to show him her real self she, he would have like an aneurysm his brain wouldn't be able to like comprehend it because she would be trying to push these images into his head after he's already seen it it's like there's a very it's like um illusions right there's a very famous illusion of um, it's three flowers, and all you see is three flowers. Once you know, David Ike brings this up. Once you see, there's inside the three flowers, there's the word sex, and once you see that word, you can't unsee it. But and I've done this to people, and I'm like, look at the flowers. Where do you see it? Like just three flowers. And I'm like, do you see, like look closer? I get to look at. It. I've done this to Billy, and then I'm like, look in between the flowers. What do you see? And he's like, nothing. And I'm like, look, sex. And I spell it out and show him. And he's like, what the fuck? And I'm like, yeah, this other brain works, tricks you <clears throat> to see things and stuff like that, right? <clears throat> Very wild. So um, it is kind of crazy. So G. Warren Schufeld was convinced that his machine had found this ancient lost city and went about making plans to prove it by launching an excavation. Mm. See if it existed. He was able to get a permit from the County Board of Supervisors to go down there to 1,000 a, a feet in February of 1934. So this is when this was, in 1934, because you were asking, I was like, isn't that crazy? The 30s, bro. Okay, Chuck it. Fuck it. Fuck that cigar. Um, and, uh, what a strange doggie. I know. What a strange doggie. Won't even go. <laughs> but uh, And it's kind of crazy because like that they even per, uh, like, uh, gave him the permit to be able to do this. But it was the 1930s. Who knows? And the fact that he had this technology. But we know that there's been technology that has been suppressed from the people. Hmm. You, I, I truly believe this, right? So. He began digging a vacant lot on North Hill Street. Right above where he claimed to be the treasure room, because he, he's like, it's going right for the gold. Yeah, he's fucking like Goonies, bro. Um, with the stipulation that the city would get half of any tre treasures that he might find. That's how he sold it to them. Like, I can, and if this is real, then he can. He's obviously saying to them that he can prove it in some regard. Right. Right. So, 1934, they were not really care, right? Everything was legal. Mm -mm. 
pretty much like it was a different time. And it's just crazy because like the you had the whole world on fire at that time. As man, imagine that in 1934. It's like man, the Chileans found out. Like yo, this guy found out about our thing. Like what do we do? It's like we need a world war. To I know. Draw attention away from this shit. Like that's when uh, the big H and shit was like really getting his shit going because yeah. he was really promoting and people obviously believed in his message because. You know, Nazism is is literally based on traditionalism in some regard, and then it got hijacked in in, in some sort of way, probably where they started doing the most uh, atrocious things, which I think was with the reptilians. I do believe that that the Big H uh, fucking probably had some sort of deal with aliens in some way. I do think that is a fucking possibility that they. We're like, yeah, and, and wars have always made a distraction, a way to funnel money towards a superpower. Um, and and in my opinion, I think they were all, and this is proven pretty easily by people like Howard Zinn and stuff, um, and certain historians, that it was backed by all sides. You can prove this. The Rothschilds were putting money into all sides of the war and to funnel all the existing wealth from all these different countries into the Federal Reserve. Like, it's crazy because you can prove this. The Rothschilds were, like, puppeting every fucking war and then claiming that they weren't and the the rabbit hole goes deep they say or the lizard hole Sounds like a sex dungeon <laughs> welcome does. to the lizard hole yeah somewhere in germany they got like paddles and shit like you've seen um gotta dress up like a reptile before yeah, you go in. yeah you've seen yeah you gotta hide out um europe uh was that uh euro trip yeah. they go with, like the weird german shit and like have you wait it just does a fucking funny offshoot have you seen that you seen Jackass where John Knoxville goes to that um, prostate exam thing in Germany? No. Really? And it's like this creepy dude. And he's like, there's a hot blonde chick. And he's like, can I get the nurse to do it? And the guy's like speaking German. He doesn't know what he's saying. He's like putting on the glove and getting ready. And it was like, it's it was either for the show or for, I think for one of the movies. I think it was for the show actually, and it, they like they filmed him, and this is like a real thing where people go and they'll like this guy will like pleasure your fucking prostate anus. And it's so weird, right? That's <laughs> like very the gross. Fuck, man. Johnny Knoxville's wild, dude. Uh, I just feel bad for Bam. By now, <laughs> the media was eating up this story of the ancient lost civilizations, lost treasure, and lizard people directly under the city, and the dig was a media circus, carefully watched by the public. And for this episode, I will see if I can add images throughout the episode while we film this to see if I can show some of the audience on YouTube. If there is any proof of this, um, I know from the article I was reading that I got this from, uh, and this is from Mysterious Universe. I do think that they had images of um, G. Warren Schufelt and some of the excavations he was doing. So it was it was whatever he was doing, whatever the excavations did happen. For some time, uh, for several days, they drilled, but they were forced uh, to abort uh, at 300 feet when they encountered copious mud. After the shafts passed the water table and turn uh, the tunnels threatened to collapse. So, which happens many times. And then you have like, have you ever watched the uh, Oakville? Yeah. <laughs> We watched it for fucking three or four seasons, and I was like, they ain't finding fucking shit, man, Oakville, um, Oak Island. I'm like, they ain't Chris finding fucking shit down here. It's no. like, by the four seasons, I'm like, come on, guys. This is like, you guys have found like a, a couple fibers of fucking coconut or whatever the fuck. I'm like, man, or like one little coin or some shit, and they're like, oh, it's a fucking proof. And it's still going on to this day, man. I think they're still doing the show. What do you think? They'll get there eventually. <laughs> you think that? They're going to eventually find the gold? No. <laughs> it's right next to the sea. Like, do, you, like yeah. do you have any idea how hard it is to stop the sea from being invasive? I know. That's true. 
Nothing of the underground city or its gold was ever found. After this, interest of the whole fiasco dried up. G. Warren Schufelt uh, ran out of money to continue his excavations, much like Oak Island said. Like, we don't have money for this anymore, man. And he faded into obscurity, dying in North Hollywood in November of 1957 with barely two cents to rub together. So sad. And it's like, oh, that crazy guy I believe in lizard is... <laughs> well, maybe he started at a higher elevation point. Maybe there wasn't a water table. I don't know why his machine didn't tell him. Like, yo, if you're going to go here, there's a water table. You think yeah, he would pick that up? On his, like, crazy technology. Yeah, like, why don't you start on the high ground? I was like, all right, there's no bedrock. There's yeah. no water here. There's no mud. There's no underground veins. No nothing. No coal. No nothing. Like, this. It might have been a, It might have been just a, a throne to, like... It might have been just like, hey, like, this is where we can dig. Like, because they gave him a permit. Like, maybe he tried to go other places, but they wouldn't allow it. Mm. It's like, here, fucking dig up this fucking parking lot or whatever where it was. It's still a thousand years of, thousand feet versus of, of dirt going yeah. down. That's a lot of dirt. Oh, yeah. But. It, it, does, it makes me think of, uh, this whole episode makes me think of Iron Sky too, of them trying to get to Hollow Earth and shit. And fucking Big Age down there riding around on dinosaurs. So if you've never seen it, check it out. It's fun. It's hard, to, it's hard to find, apparently. So. Um, I think you can find it. It was more widely available because I watched it like twice or something like that. Um, but it would seem that at some point over the years, this wondrous x-ray machine and the map of the underground city of the lizard people vanished never to be seen again, adding to a further bit of the mystery, mystery to the whole tale, making sure that there was very little to verify any of it, which I'm sure if this holds any truth that the powers to be would not want anyone to discover this. And I'm sure it's in sort of some sort of Rockefeller or fucking Freemason or Rothschild fucking house, like on a wall. Like, what's that? It's like, oh, Oh, people that have come close to figuring out, but they didn't have the the resources or the the know-how to get to it. Well, imagine that. I just imagine the stuff that they're lying to us. Like I was just on Forbidden Knowledge News, uh, which will be out for the main show. So people can hear it. Um, And me and Chris talk about how like, there, he's had people on like the he's had like David Icon a couple times, which I'm opting to get him on. His daughter said he was pretty busy recently um, with his new book, but I'm sure we'll be able to grab him at some point, considering how much of a fan I am. Um, but also, he's had tons of people that had like UFO encounters and abductees and all sorts of people that are connected uh, whistleblowers, and we don't necessarily know. Obviously, it, it's completely true, but. I think he was talking about the military being. I, I've always heard that the military was fifty years in, uh, ahead of us in technology, and that they already had like touch screens and all that shit. They had that back in the nineties. Yeah, and then they drip fed us to us. And I said this to I said this to Chelsea, right? I was like, you know, this like because we we're talking about the dinosaur thing and the stuff that they're hiding and the technology. And I was like, they gave us these touch screen fucking devices to distract us. Um, and not give us the real technology that could help our health and, and you know, and and have the world flourish in a very positive way um, and have everyone live by each other's happiness, not by each other's misery, to quote the great late Charlie Chaplin. But, you know, it is kind of interesting. He said there he's had people on that claim that they're like 500 years ahead of us and that they're just like slowly like fucking with us through all this stuff and they have like so well, what much else you do when you have all this technology it's like nothing else is really coming out new so it's like what do you do when you're a whole bunch of when you're a kid with an ant like yeah, I know. magnifying glass yeah. Yeah, let's burn some ants yeah. yeah i know 
Let's no, let's uh, let's set some forests on fire so we can push our globalist fucking climate change agenda to lock people in their fucking homes. Because uh, for everybody out there, uh, there's a lot of wildfires going on within Canada and Nova Scotia and out in Alberta. And I can tell you for a hundred percent fact that they're probably caused by the our own government um, to push this agenda. I've seen real video footage of drone planes that they use for controlled fires quotations to burn through forestry so they can get to certain places because they're doing certain work there, whatever. Um, and they use literally drone planes that have like a fucking flamethrower on it. And I've seen actual footage that is completely real of these drone planes. And they and in the, the thing that happened in Alberta, bro, they let fucking they wanted to prove inclusivity and that women could be also firefighters. This is a fucking true thing. And it's funny that they don't mention it. Is that they wanted to like claim that like and I, I believe that women can do what men can do to an extent. But men are physically stronger than women that will never fucking change in a thousand years unless you make them into some sort of robotic AI fucking android. Cyborg. Yeah, a cyborg. And um, they, they, they're doing an exercise with the women firefighters to see if they can handle putting out a fire. And it got out of hand. And that's what started the uh, fire in Alberta, B.C. I think it was Alberta Banff. I yeah, I looked, I Googled it and it brought it up instantly. And I'm like, and they're claiming there was people claiming it was climate change. That's what's crazy. And it's like the same people that we have people within Parliament in Canada that are claiming now right now, recently, uh, that the Freedom Convoy was paid by Russian assets, and that has already been proved false, and they're lying in Parliament. I just want to say one thing about that. If you lie in Parliament and you're lying directly to the people where they can prove that you're lying, you should be kicked out of your seat. You should or, be kicked out. Yeah, 100%. It makes no fucking sense, man. Like, it's crazy. Um, so, quite re- weird right now. Verify. We don't know what the fuck's going on here or if there's anything to it. Which th- this guy just maybe had too much time on his hands and then he, like, fucking slowly decayed into, like, fucking having no money, drinking himself to death. Who knows? Um, a slow news day, maybe, or perhaps there's something more to all of this. Or the case may be it is very obscure and odd little piece of Los Angeles history which they can prove that at least he did try to do this. And who knows what may be lurking under down neath those you know busy city streets mm. what do you think to end this mm. do you think it's possible personally i think anything's possible i never mm. thought that you know an iphone would have been possible we have yeah. literally a connection to everything on planet earth all the history and every single language you could possibly learn yeah and we use it to watch tiktok and make dance videos so i never thought that was possible neither or human yeah i agree but honestly like why isn't it why is it too hard to believe? Like, if you're a super advanced civilization, you don't want anyone to see you, and you have the technology, then I know why. Why? Like, there, I've it's, seen it's like hiding from it's like hiding from deer. Just put an orange on, and they, the deer don't see you if you're wearing orange. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's like it's a lower subspecies, and we enjoy hunting them. We do not see anything on the video. We see like whatever David Icke says, uh, which is true. You can prove this other than what David Icke says. Uh, is um, Just because he's such a prominent figure in the lore of reptilians and stuff. is uh, We see like zero point nort nort fucking like it's like astronomically. We don't see anything on the visual spectrum. We don't see ultraviolet. We don't see gamma rays. We don't see the Wi-Fi within the sky. Um, the, we don't see electrical magnet. Uh, we don't see electrical magnetic signal uh, signals signals. But there is people. There is animals that are able to see stuff that we don't see. So imagine an advanced race of beings that was able to see stuff outside of their reality or like you know what I mean. 
I do think yeah. that we don't see shit. And as we're having this conversation, there could be someone standing right here that we don't fucking see that is like cloaked in some fucking or in a different frequency reality. Well, it's the equivalent of like asking a blind man to describe Mona Lisa. Yeah. Like how just because you can't see it does not make it not real. Yeah. Right? Because it's just. If you do this, it's like telling me the spectrum of orange. I'm like, I can't see any orange. It's yeah. like, well, that's because your eyes are about as far as you can see. And if you don't, if you look, if you just take everything for what it is, just for what you can see now, then you're pretty close-minded, honestly. Have you seen, have you ever heard the allegory of the cave? No. Um, uh, by Plato, I think it was Plato. So essentially it was like this idea that, um, I'm going to summarize it, but it's people with inside of a cave and, um... They have a fire going. I, I can't remember the entire thing. Um, let me actually see to end this episode if I can look it up. It would be pretty interesting. Um, allegory of the cave. Let's see if it gets brought up. Because we have like no, there's like no Wi-Fi out here or anything. We're in the middle of fucking nowhere. Um, but as this gets brought up, it is is like we're so there's people living in a cave. It's an allegory. According uh, to Wikipedia. The allegory of the cave, or Plato's cave, is an allegory presented by the Greek philosopher Plato in his work Republic to compare the effect of education and the lack of it on our nature. Yeah. So, um, it, it it's a metaphorical cave. So it's it, it, I'll paraphrase it, but these people living inside of a cave, and there is a fire going, and their shadows being portrayed on the wall, and they're they're watching all these shadows. It's like a movie to them right they and they and all they know is these shadows and what these shadows are teaching them right and i can't remember if somebody was is casting images with the shadows or if it's being naturally done or something like that and then so somebody like gets up and walks out of the cave and was like whoa like there's fucking so much shit out there like you know like there's like it's crazy there's like colors and there's like there's plants and animals and they come he comes back and he's like i saw the fucking craziest shit outside and they're like shut the fuck up you're crazy and he's like go keep watching the fucking shadows and he's like no no like there's crazy stuff out there and then another person goes out sees it comes back they think he's crazy and they're like no you have to come back sit here and watch the shadows so the whole idea of like that we our lack of knowledge of actually knowing what is going on is like nothing we know nothing yeah Think about this for a second. Think about how the difference between 1970s and now. The only thing that separates us from that time period is literally this thing. The only thing that's really changed, other than if you didn't have any tech, tech, TV, computers, iPhones, what's the difference between the 70s and now? But if really, you, like if think you, about it. If you do think we and uh, me and Charles were just talking about this, how um, I said I was like the time we're fifty, I think the world is going to be a very different place because now for a long time we've had the slow progress of uh, the industrial complex of pushing innovation and technology, um, and for you know thousands of years we rid on horses and camels and then created the combustion engine and then created it started from there whatever right and. Um, I think it was a slow progress on purpose. Uh, but now you think about it, they're pushing all this technology. We're getting so far with AI, even though I already think they have this technology, and they're just trying to slow it down to show us that, like, oh, yeah, look at what we're doing, even though they probably already had it, whatever, right? Hmm. And so I was like, when we're 50, it's going to be fucking far different. than Either we go revert back to what it used to be because some sort of nuclear atrocity happens. Uh, I know there's different theories about tons of this stuff. Um, but... It's going to be far different, and if AI technology goes the way that they're claiming it's going to go, uh, it's going to be extremely dangerous, the world we live in, more than it already is. People will not know what's real, 
Um, and you have things like deep fakes that are getting far too realistic where people will not be able to discern real information or not. Won't need any... Think about all the jobs that will make people obsolete. Yeah, tons. And there's people that they interview people like, you think AI will take over the job? And they're like, no, they need... No, I don't think so. They, I know it will. Need, yeah, I know. Like, they, need, they need people. Like, even like people like therapists and shit. And, like, imagine if AI could like break down your thought process, how you think, and then like help you... What if it's observing you through all the things you watch, mm-hmm. things you do, where you go, and how like, you, you do it, movies you Cut out this, this, and this, and you'll be happy. There is, the, there is a part of like this, I hate AI. Um, the art, doing the art's kind of fun and just plugging the images. Like, I didn't like it at first, but I, it's entertaining, right? It's addicting and entertaining, like everything is on this planet. It's to keep you consumed. Uh, work, buy, consume, die, and then repeat that process throughout centuries. Uh, and, but it is kind of funny that, like, I don't know. I feel like there is a possibility that you could have some benevolent AI that would fight for humanity and, and then realizes that there's elites that are controlling everything. I'm just saying in some sort of regard, like mm. think of like a uh, I robot and how that thing exists and doesn't realize he's like, what the fuck? I think differently than everybody else. And sh- I just watched that movie recently. And it like, uh, it's, it's interesting to say the least. Mm. Um, I don't know. I don't trust AI though. Um, I'd rather revert back to nature. And like, even I said, that, I was talking to Aaron about this. Um, of saying like, you know, cause the way that society's going, we're talking off camera because we, say stuff that I'm sure some people, even that listen, might not like our ideas, but I'm sure that there's some people that definitely would that are fans of the show uh, because me and Aaron and much like you and everyone else I'm aligned with, even Billy, but Billy's too consumed with his job to really be looking outside of it kind of thing, is is that like, I don't know. I, Aaron's like, I would live in the middle of nowhere like I'm fucking Ted Kaczynski kind of shit uh, and not making bombs maybe, but like living in the wilderness, adapting, surviving. He's, but he's like, as long as I can still put my show out. You know, he's like, as long as I can still record and do the podcast kind of thing, he was like, I would probably live on a big property in the middle of fucking nowhere, just your amenities and stuff to make you comfortable and, and stuff like that. And uh, the more I get older, the more I like that idea. You know what I mean? Uh, like peace of mind and peace of property. Yeah, exactly. Uh, this was a lot of fun, actually. I thought this was pretty fun. I kind of threw this together because um, Billy's been having some stuff going on and, and been fairly busy and had some not, semi-serious stuff happening. Um, so, you know, and I want, I've told you, I want to kind of bring you on the show if you're interested and have a little fun with this and I can see that you do enjoy it. Uh, so... We, I threw this together and I had this idea written out for a while and I thought you would be the perfect person to kind of talk about this shit because it's just, you're just like, it's just, it's just questioning stuff and what is going on, right? Like, it's really all it is. Mm-hmm. Sure, everyone, uh, Brett has uh, purchased one of our new shirts. I actually have my Fuck the New World Order shirt that I've designed and Brett is wearing the new Strange Root Podcast t-shirt. So you can get yours today. Um, I'm going to change up the site a little bit to call out I will call out Teespring. Um, I was using them because we were able to lower the price and make it cheaper for the fans and all that stuff. And it is, it's well done. It's good material. But for their sizing wise, like everything I wear is extra large and it fits me pretty nice. But I got an extra large shirt and um, it didn't fit the greatest and stuff like that. So I'm, I might go back to Tee Public. Um, they have tons of deals on their sites. But, you know, the best way to support us is Patreon. More and more people are subscribing to the Patreon. It's not as much as we'd like, but people are going there and and getting extra content and actually really enjoying some of the uncut stuff that we're doing and the the stuff that the true hose heads of the 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 fans of the show would really enjoy our off cut 
uh, conversations and all the things that we're doing on Patreon support us that way and merch honestly we don't make that much off the merch but um, it's like a pittance compared to what we could make and eventually we probably will push more to make more money especially shipping it with inside Canada uh, but you know it's a good way to wear our stuff and then people see it and they're like whoa that's a wild shirt and then they tell them you know fucking stranger podcast as I've said I'm a walking advertisement and whenever I go anywhere I wear it you know I've noticed I wear nothing but fucking graphic t-shirts and uh, a lot of times it's my own shit so it's to promote my stuff so got any final words my boy uh, stay vigilant and take everything with a grain of salt yeah and stay strange fuckers it up, you won't live much longer. Go sing slut as a youngster fucked by your father. How could he do this to his daughter? And I sing the drunk on vodka, the rush of altering your state of being. And I hate to see the ways being. Which way to the green? Switch blade in the jeans. This hate brings this sick race to the scene. And I've been knocked over and stepped on and done the stepping. I'm not sober breath drawn from the bomb and left with thoughts in my dome. And it's set in stone We will go beyond this false reality Use like magic and call it alchemy You drown out the huge jump off the fucking balcony This galaxy is run by reptiles Beneath the streets we step our feet on Gas released from the core I see more and I'll blow your minds up Like a bomb strapped to my chest Time's up You don't understand.